Brooklyn. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to What Would Kay Say? I am your host, Kay Edwards. Well, here we are again at the time of the year that you guys know I always talk about. Two times of the year I talk about these two things, right? Jumping forward, springing forward, and falling back. Well, today is the spring forward day, and I must say, to my surprise... I'm actually feeling content with this. And usually I'm not. Well, maybe maybe I'm not completely content because I do feel a little anxious. I felt a little anxious coming into the studio today and I wasn't really sure what it was, but I think it might have something to do with this springing forward thing. 
But nevertheless, we're here today, blessed and highly favored. The sun in New York City is shining bright, but it's one of those deceptive sunshines, the type that when you look out the window and it's like, oh, it's so beautiful, let's go out. But then when you get out there and it's 10 degrees and you're like, no, I should have stayed in. Yes, it's one of those days, but it's not going to be here for long. We're going to warm up during the week, but just beware when you go out today, it's frigid in the Northeast. And so, like I said, how is everybody doing on this spring forward daylight savings time. Blessed and highly favored people say amen. And you are blessed and highly favored regardless of what happened in your life. What gar- regardless of what's happening right now at this moment. Because when the dust settles, you're still blessed and highly favored. And now I want to remind everyone that Radio Free Brooklyn is a 5013C organization and that means we we rely on donations to keep us up and running on the air. On our webpage, you will see a donate button. Click it. Give what you can. We greatly appreciate it. And I'd also like to remind everyone that I love to hear from my listening audience. Write me an email. Do people still write emails? I think they do. I'm not even sure anymore. But my email is what would K say? at gmail.com. I still read my email. So if you write me, I will read it. I want to hear from you. And if there's something that you might want me to discuss, or you think a topic that I didn't go into depth with, and you want me to go into it deeper, by all means, drop me a line. I can consider it. And if the spirit says yes, then I can do it. But follow me on Instagram, today. And also at his apparel on Instagram as well. And if you missed any of my previous shows, you can find them on my webpage at Radio Free Brooklyn, on Spotify, or on iTunes. I actually will give out the call out number today, 718-673-8201. Once again, the call in number is 718-673-8201. So now we're going to jump right into today's message. And today's message, I think is going to be a good one. Well, I think all the messages from God is a good one. But this one I feel is going to be a good one as well, because this one talks about knowing your position. Um, now, when I say that, if you were to ask anyone the question, if they know their position, you would probably receive a response, something like, what do you mean by that? But because, let me say, many find that question difficult to answer because it's it's almost like it's a loaded question, right? Because people, when you say, well, what's your position? The first thing really comes to your mind is position on what? Because usually people want to, you know, narrow it down to what you're talking about. So, Because there's so many different ways you can look at this question, and there are so many different ways that people view themselves, you need to clarify sometimes to say exactly what you're referring to. But I, I want to tell you that once you become clear on your position, all the other positions and actions are a result of that one position. 
Does that make any sense to you? Once you know exactly what your position is, then all the other positions that you think you hold or might want to hold will fall into place. And I say that because let me use this as an analogy. Okay, let's use... uh, Let's use football, since we just finished the football season, right? And because I know a little bit more about football than any other sport out there, because I watch football for a number of years, and I'm not saying I'm an expert at it, but I do understand the game. So let's use football as an example. Now, there are seven, there were several positions on the field when the ball's in play, right? We have the quarterback, we have the running back, we have the defensive positions, and we have the offense offensive positions. And then on the side, we have the special teams. Now, the quarterback calls the plays. And he does this from a playbook that all the players on the team have, whether they are in the starting lineup or on the bench. Everyone knows the plays because at any given moment, they might be called to take the field. Now, The running back's positions, he has several. It's either to receive the handoff from the quarterback, to move the ball up the field, become a receiver so he can get ready to catch the ball if the quarterback decides to throw, and also to block any defensive ends that's trying to sack the quarterback. Now, all of these various positions that the running back holds can be used at any given time during a game, depending on the quarterback, depending on what call he, what play he calls. And he'll either do that by when they go into a huddle, do they even still do huddles or not? Or he'll call numbers when he's, you know, when you see him with his hands cupped under, you know, ready to catch the ball, he'll be calling out numbers. And those numbers are usually signaling the guys on his team what he's going to do next. So from now, from that, everyone knows what's going to happen on the field. And they're going to try to make what that play is happen on the field. So just like a football player, if we know our position, we'll be able to follow the plays that are called on the field. And that's when I'll change it back into where our position comes in. As a Christian, our playbook is the Bible. And our field is the battlefield of life. So we must know which position we play in order to execute the play precisely. And for most of us, sometimes that's kind of difficult. And the reason being is because we define ourselves mostly by the position that the world puts on us and not by the standards that God has put on us. So when you're unsure of what your position is, you can't fully execute the game or life to its fullest. So now let's take a look at Ephesians 4, 7 to 8, and then we're going to jump over to 11 to 16. And this week I am using the New King James Version for anyone who wants to follow along with me. I'm going to start with Ephesians 4, 7 to 8. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. 
Therefore, he says, he has ascended on high. He led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now I'm reading 11 to 16, Ephesians 4. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. But, or, let me start again. With, let me start that again because I'm getting tongue-tied and I can't understand why. I'm going to start from that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share, cause growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Tongue twister for me. Blessed is the reading of the word. And I notice that most times when I'm reading the scripture and I get tongue tied, it's because this is a message that the enemy does not want me to get out. Because normally I don't have a problem. I'm reading straight English. I can understand the words. But when my words get tongue-tied, I'm thinking quickly in my head to get it out. And the fact that he wants to trip me up. But it's not going to change the message of what I'm giving to you today. We can see from these scriptures that we are all given a position to play. So that we are not tossed to and fro. Right. Believing what the word says about us and not believing what the not believing what the world says about us, but believing what Christ says about us. We should not get caught up in the trickery of men and cunning craftiness of deceit of deceitful plotting. Right. Because we are no longer children. And when I say we're no longer children, we're not measuring our age by time. We're measuring our age by the time of when he's returning. Because you can't measure your age by time and years, which is what we do here on earth. Yes, here in the world, we measure and we figure, oh, if you're X amount of years old, you should be matured to a level of or have a level of understanding of Our measure of age, when he says we should no longer be acting as children, he's talking about in reference to the returning of Christ. His coming is near, so by now we should be grown up in maturity when it comes to the word and understanding how we should be operating as Christians in the world. Because if you think about it, 
if you go by age, right now in the Ukraine, they're fighting a war. They have given teenagers weapons to protect their homeland. So if they've given teenagers, they felt that these young men are of age to defend and stand on a battleground to fight for what is right, for what they believe, then why, as Christians, we in the body of Christ can't discern the words of the Lord to see that whatever age we are, it's a sign of the times and we too need to take up our arms and be ready to go to battle regardless of your age. Some of us are given specific positions like apostle, prophet, evangelist, teachers, much like the quarterback, running back, and defensive ends. And some of us are part of that, are a part of that special teams. It's the saints that do the work of the ministry. Now he said the teachers, the apostles, the evangelists, they're there to give the word, to edify, right? That's what he said. He said, they're there for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the, for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come together in unity, come to the unity of faith and the acknowledge of the Son of God. So not everybody's going to be an apostle. Not everybody's going to be a prophet. Not everybody's going to be a teacher. But when you know your position, you don't have to try to be one of those. All you have to do is get your assignment and carry it forward. Like everybody on the, on the field is not the running back. So everybody's not going to be either carrying the ball up the field or getting ready to catch the ball when he goes to throw it long. Some of us are going to be some of us are going to be in the defensive and, you know, in the some of us are going to be playing the position of keeping the quarterback safe or doing um, doing the uh, holding the line, holding the line, but still carrying the word. Even though when you're holding the line, you're still trying to keep the enemy from advancing towards the quarterback, which in our case advancing towards the kingdom of God to try to, you know, to try to hold it down, to try to not get it to go forward into the world so that everyone could hear the word. So when we think of our positions like that, once we're called to go to work, we need to be reinforced in the word and the vision to make it clear to all what time it is and what it is that we're doing to advance this movement of Christ is going to return. You need to get your houses in order. You need to understand exactly what it is that we should be doing instead of just running haphazardly around, not understanding, not realizing, murmuring and complaining in our wilderness not being grateful and appreciative of what is going on because we're all in different stages of everything in our lives. Some of us are wilderness, like we talked about last week. Some of us are wilderness. Some of us may be out of the wilderness. Some of us could be coming into our promised land. But even though regardless of where we are on the field, 
it's still all the same mission. We're still all advancing towards the same goal. So I want to, since it's Women's History Month, I want to direct this question to the ladies. Ladies, do you know your position? As a mother, are you teaching your children the ways of the Lord? Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. That right there is telling you, train up your child. Pay attention to what your child is learning. You you give him the tools that he needs, he or her needs, in order to be ready, to be battle ready to continue this fight that we have to do as Christians. As a wife, are you respecting your husband and allowing him to be the head of your household? Ephesians 5, 22 to 24, and then also 33. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be their own, be to their own husbands in everything. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Now, I know right there I opened up a can of worms. Something that we will revisit in another show because I do have to go into the roles of the family members. But continuing on, ladies, are you a virtuous woman? Proverbs 31, 25 to 30. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. So, Women's History Month. And we're not just talking about the great achievements that women make. Yes, Proverbs 31 definitely touches upon that. If you ever get a chance, read the, the thing, read that Proverbs in its entirety. But also, women, are you doing what you're supposed to do when it comes into the household? Are you raising the children the way they're supposed to be raised? Are you teaching them? Are you giving them the time? Are you actually imparting nuggets into them that they can take on for the rest of their lives so that they can, when they get older, not depart from what you had taught them, right? And in Ephesians, submitting to your husbands. Submitting doesn't mean that you have to be his slave, no, but it does mean a level of respect, a level of communication, not talking at them, talking over them, or not listening altogether. I know, that's a lot to take in. 
I know. But this is Women's History Month. And if we're going to be women and we're going to be women of God and we want to move forward and do things as the kingdom would want us to do, then this is the words that God wrote. I didn't write them. This is what the Lord is saying. This is what he expects from you as Christ is the head of the church and we all respect and love Christ. We're supposed to respect our husbands as well because he's supposed to be, and we'll get into his position another time, he's supposed to be following what Christ is telling him. So when everything flows properly, everything works together. Everything works together properly. So, knowing your position is crucial, especially today with the time growing short and us looking for his return. Right? You have to be able to be in the correct spot on the field to head towards the goalpost. Because that you you because at the end of the day, what you want to do is you want to win. You want to win. You don't want to have taken this walk and find out that, oh, I was doing everything wrong all this time. And that just comes from just praying, talking to the Lord. He's going to direct you and just reading his word. That's how he talks to you. Yes, he talks to you in that still small voice as we found out in the wilderness. Yes, he'll speak to you in that way as well. But he also speaks to you when you're reading your word. So you read your word, you pray, you find out what it is, find out first. And that's what this whole journey has been that we've started from the beginning, knowing our position, position, purpose, same thing. Because when you know your purpose, you're already playing the position that you're supposed to play. And that's what we've been marching towards this entire time. So, like I said, if you're in the correct spot, if you understand who you're supposed to be, and like I said in the beginning as well, when you know your position, then everything else that you feel you are, be it mother, wife, sister, aunt, co-worker, boss, All those other positions come, they fall right in line because they all are a part of you. Once you know who you are and which direction you're taking. Something to think about on this Sunday, on this, in this woman's month. And with that, it's time for us to take a music break. You've been listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn what Brooklyn sounds like.
me to the test Love is most powerful in action Love is most beautiful at rest I'm not gonna stand with you for one night And leave you lonely in the morning I'm not gonna tell you everything is alright Wanna put my roots down next to you now. I just wanna put my roots down next to you now. Grow together, grow together, grow together, put our roots down.
Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I don't know. I hope I'm coming out loud and clear to you guys because to me, I sound muffled, but it could just be everything that's just going on today. It's just one of those days. But it's now time for the part of the show that we call Op-Ed. Today in Op-Ed... I have several different topics that I want to talk about because there's a lot. There is a lot going on in the world. And it's almost to the point where you really just want to go someplace and shut yourself off from all the noise and the distractions because it's just too much 
going on. And here we have some people still trying to process getting back into the world after COVID. So if you think about you're trying to navigate what you feel is going to make you feel comfortable moving around in the world now that everything is totally opening up. And then you have all this other stuff that's going on around you. So it's like all this chaos, but yet you're like, I I can't take the noise. And I want to tell anyone that's feeling like that, you don't have to. You don't have to accept all the noise that's going on. Take a deep breath. And if you decided you wanted to go out, but then now you feel you don't want to go out, don't go out. Don't go out. You have to gradually move yourself back into feeling comfortable dealing with life as we know it today. And that's been like the biggest, I think that's been the biggest issue for so many people just trying, here we go, finding your position, trying to find out where it is that you fit, the you that you've now put together Where do you fit in this whole environment scheme of everything that's happening? Be it if you're returning back to the office for work. And I think employees too, I mean, employers, they need to be just a little bit lax with. Yes, okay, we hear, oh yeah, Google's demanding, not demanding, but they want people in two times a week. I have a girlfriend that works for a financial institution. They want to They have them now going in twice a week. And then after that, they're going to go back to five days and they want you there the entire time, the whole eight hours for the two days. And I understand you want to gradually get people back into work. So you figure two days is the way to do it. But for some people, even two days, eight hours straight being out of the house in that work environment and they're still uncomfortable is a lot. It's a lot. Some people, they can't wait to get to that office because they hated being home. So they want to work at home. I mean, they want to work back in the office. I get that too. But for some of the other employees who have, might be having a more difficult time to ease back into that workforce, because now you're not only putting them back into a workforce, but you're also putting them back into a transportation mode that they had removed themselves from for a period of time. So we have to take those things into consideration that, yes, it should be a gradual back to work. And sometimes you're just saying, oh, two days a week is gradual. You know, it's two days a week. We didn't say the full five days. Sometimes maybe for not the whole entire eight hours, because trust and believe, you think when they get in that office and they're there for the eight hours, they're going to be hammering them like as if they never lost a beat, like as if they were never home, they were never going through or experiencing anything. They're just going to expect them to pick up where they left off and keep going. And that, I think, is going to cause more anxiety than anything else. So take your time, get back into it when you can get back into it, And I think you'll have an easier process with it. And also, speaking of COVID restrictions being um, reduced, they have this thing called COVID-19, COVID, long-term COVID? 
I think it's called long-term COVID or COVID long, something. I just saw it the other day and they were talking about it. But what it is, it's COVID-19 symptoms that happen after you would have had COVID-19. So anyone who suffered from COVID-19, they're saying that months later, after you've had the infection, you can still now develop these symptoms of difficulty concentrating, um, sleep issues, and you can still feel fatigued. So we don't really know all of the effects of what COVID has on a body when someone catches it. And I know everybody's tired of hearing about COVID, but that's one thing we have to now we're going to have to embrace it as a part of our life, whether we like it or not, whether we want to talk it about it, talk about it or not. We're going to have to, it you know, just accept that COVID is going to be here. If you haven't gotten it, thank God, but it doesn't mean that you might not get it because it's going to be, it's going to be here, and they already have another variant, Delta Crom or something like that. But with um. Everything happening with COVID, it's just something to think about how even when you think you've gotten over it, you can still have the lingering effects of it, you know, impacting your everyday life. Like like I said, being physically exhausted or brain fog. Well, I guess if I right now, I haven't had COVID. And they're also saying that people that don't believe that they had COVID, unless you were tested and you did not, and it came back negative that you didn't have COVID, some of the symptoms that you might have gotten and was attributing it to something else, like, oh, I just had the flu or, oh, I just had a bad head cold or, oh, I had a sinus, whatever. It could have been about a COVID. They're saying because so, so many of the symptoms are so similar, they're starting to overlap. So you don't really know whether you have COVID or not unless you take the test. But I say all that to say, if it's brain fog, I don't need any more bouts of brain fog. Right about now, sometimes I can't remember things. And I know a lot of people are probably experiencing this and it's, it's to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, when I heard that about the difficulty concentrating, sometimes we have that too. So if you've had that normally in your life and then now you have to worry about it being exaggerated later on, if you happen to get COVID, it's like, really, what else do I have to deal with? But it's just some things that we need to be mindful of. So when you have these things happening to you, or if you feel a certain way, you could always just say, okay, this is normal. You know, it's not like I'm feeling any way that's out of the ordinary. And you just try to slowly maneuver through it as you would everything else. What else is happening in the world? Oh, we had our first trial in the January 6th uh, insurrection and the trial brought back a guilty verdict. So that's a sign that they are paying attention to what's going on. They did listen to the evidence and they brought back a guilty verdict. So there is some signs of hope that we might be progressing towards the right track to get all this stuff cleared up and put to rest at some time in this year, hopefully. 
And also, last but not least, we have the war in the Ukraine. Well, that's going to be ongoing. And the thing about the war in the Ukraine, they're fighting a war over there, but all of all of us are feeling the effects as if the bombs hit here. And God forbid, we don't want any bombs to hit here. But the high gas prices, the high food prices in the supermarket. Has anybody went food shopping lately? I mean, I went to the supermarket just last week. I could not believe the change in prices in just two weeks. In just two weeks, I could not believe the difference in prices. And now some of it is legit because of, you know, shipping and trying to get deliveries to certain places. But some of it, I have a really good feeling, has to do with price gouging, that these corporations are trying to make up for the money that they didn't make during the COVID, you know, the two years with the lockdown or whatever. But whatever it is, we're dealing with it. So here we have the war in the Ukraine. We have the symptoms of long COVID. We have the gradual return back to work. We have inflation, gas prices skyrocketing. We have people just in the street just doing things willy-nilly that you don't know what's going on. So with all that that we have to navigate through, give yourself a break. Don't be so hard on yourself and just take your time. Take your time and move through the motions and get done what you can get done when you can get it done. And that's the end of our bed. Spring is coming. March 20th is the first day of spring. For all of you lovers of spring, that might bring some good news for you. Sunshine, warmth on your face, not going to be so cold and locked down. So that might help you in your transition into moving forward, right, in everything that's going on. We want to re- we want to remember our word of the month, which is acuity, right? We want to remember that word. That's our word for the month, acuity. And did I pick out a promise for this week? I don't know what's going on with me and the promises for this week. I'm seem I seem to be getting kind of lax with the promises and I don't know why. But to give the definition again of acuity, it means sharpness or keenness of thought, vision or hearing. So I know that's almost like ironic what me just saying about long covid and you're getting a brain fog, right? But this word is going to let us know that we're not going to suffer through any brain fogs, we're not going to suffer through any loss of concentration, we're not going to suffer through any physical fatigue because this is our word of the month and we know we are blessed and highly favored, right? So we're going to keep that in mind. So our promise for this week is going to be, let me see, let me pick up something real fast. I can get something really fast for us. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on with me with the promises for the week. I have them, but then I don't have them. And then I change them. And I'm not really sure why. I'm not quite sure what's going on with that. But I'm going to find us one. 
actually, you know what? Let's just stick to what we were talking about. Let's keep the promise right there. We already have the word right here in front of us. So it's going to be one of the passages that I read earlier from, what were we reading from? Our word today came from Ephesians and it came from Proverbs. Let Would it be in Women's History Month? Let's just keep it in Proverbs 31. Let's keep it in Proverbs 31. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord shall, she shall be praised. And with that, I say have a wonderful day. Enjoy your Sunday. Bundle up if you're in the Northeast. It's cold, but it's beautiful out. The sun is shining. The sky is blue. It's gorgeous. If you're going to um, do anything today. Be safe. Be kind. Love one another. You know, it's COVID still out there. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Social distance. And until we are brought together again next week, God willing, peace. <laughs>